The Mean Gene Show on iHeartRadio. You can also listen on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Mean Gene Show airs weekly on iHeartRadio with guest professional athletes, national sports writers, and much more. We discuss the latest in the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, and more. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Mean Gene Show, streaming live on podbean.com. And of course, you can catch the podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Don't forget to join me and Dustin Pfeiffer for the Sports King Show. Um, that's tomorrow as we also stream live here on podbean.com as we get you ready for the NFL wildcard weekend. We'll have our thoughts and opinions and predictions and analysis for this weekend's games. Okay, the show is brought to you by thescore.com. Download the app and follow your favorite team, favorite sports, and get your daily scores and sports updates. And, oh, my goodness, updates is what we have today. Not just updates, but breaking news. It is a Thursday, January 11, 2024. Once again, I am Mean Gene, the sports machine. Oh, my goodness, breaking news after breaking news. I can't remember a day with one major breaking news story after another one. Let's mark it down. Wednesday, January 10th, 2024, we go down in history, okay? It happened in this order, and I'm not even sure we're going to talk about it in this order, especially after this morning's breaking news, but here it is. This is what we're going to be talking about today. Okay, first, so look, we did the show yesterday, great show yesterday. Uh, as always, great feedback. You guys, you know, look, I, I really appreciate it. I'm getting great feedback. You know, getting up in the morning and doing a morning show, which I didn't think. I'm not a morning person, okay? I used to be in the military. Uh, just imagine being forced uh, to have to get up early in the morning and do all of that great stuff. All of you guys, if you're in the military, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a veteran of the military, you know what I'm talking about, okay? So we look forward to those days that we didn't have to get up in the morning and do this and do that. But here I am now getting up, preparing for a show. But look, I just like, you know, getting at it, getting, getting out there, putting that information out there, you know, and it's, I don't know. I don't know which, which is good because, you know, when I did the afternoon show, when we did the sports Kings afternoon show, you know, you look forward to all of the sporting news that would take place during the day. We would come on at three in the afternoon and say, Hey man, we, Hey, you know, whatever's going to break, during the day, we can talk about it in the afternoon, and we're on it. And you just never know what sports, when the news is going to break. So uh, during these morning shows, I'm thinking, okay, hey, whatever's going to break uh, in the evening, or like the, the the previous evening, you know, I'll be ready to jump on it in the morning. So I don't know. Either way, we're going to talk about it, okay, whether if it's, if it's going to happen in the morning or the next day, we are going to be ready. But, man, this week has just been off the chain, you know, the NFL, you know, with the, with the coaching firings, the, uh, which continues to happen here and all of this stuff. Uh, it's just, man, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm liking the morning stuff because, I look, especially after what took place yesterday, I cannot, I, I think this morning stuff is pretty good. So as soon as we get off the air yesterday, uh, Pete Carroll, basically fired i know fired sounds like just it's 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 such a yeah i mean it basically you know when we talk about it a little bit later i mean it he, he was fired i mean it, it was a soft firing whether you could say mutually agreed uh and i think that's probably what it was mutually agreed with the organization but Pete carroll is out as the seahawks coach after 14 seasons we'll talk about that uh and then last night Nick Saban retired from Alabama. Oh, my goodness. Seven national titles, most in college football history. We're going to talk about that. And, of course, we will also talk about who will likely replace Nick Saban. Uh, there are a couple of names out there. But then again, there's also a criteria out there that needs to be met for that next coach to replace Nick Saban. Uh, man, so uh, we have a lot to talk about today and, and uh, just great stuff. So, look, 
we talked about college basketball the other day. We talked about Purdue and the University of Houston went down in the same night. Well, how about two more powerhouse college basketball teams also went down last night? Kansas Jayhawks, they went down to UCF. And Tennessee, they went down to Mississippi State. So, no, I'm not making this stuff up, people. Uh, This has just been an exciting week of sports, okay? A great time to be – look, if you want to be a sports uh, talk show host, this is a great time to do it. Look, every once in a while, you just get an exciting week where – Things are just off the charts, okay? And this is one of those weeks. So we're going to be talking about that. But, uh, of course, the big story now. This news broke this morning, okay? This is one of those, you get up out of the bed, and this is what happens, okay? You hear this story. And um, and I am going to be joined here by my... Uh, co-host who is my the sports kings he he joins me uh every week uh when we do our sports kings show and look that this this story is so big that uh there is no way that i could even begin to talk about this uh alone here but anyway uh joining me uh here on the mean jeans show is my partner in crime from the sports king show Dustin Pfeiffer to talk about this big story. Dustin, how you doing, man? Mean Gene, what's going on, man? Listen, it, we had to <laughs> for a few minutes to, to talk about all this stuff that is, that is going on in the sports world, and especially the breaking news that we had this morning. Dustin, there's nothing like getting up out of the bed this morning, and, and thanks to you, buddy, because you, you always send me these breaking news stories. I, I have tons of text messages from you but this one this morning uh look i wasn't prepared to get out of the bed that one got me out of the bed and i turned on the television set and i couldn't believe what i saw uh that uh bill belichick and the patriots parting ways after 24 seasons we've been talking about this you know all season long dustin me and you have just been speculating that it was a possibility but today, it is official. It, it, it's official, and it, and it kind of caps off a, a crazy 24 hours, Gene, when we're talking about iconic head coaches. And I, I know iconic, we're trying not to use that word too strong, but when you talk about Bill Belichick this morning, which we're definitely going to talk about the most, and you talk about Nick Saban from Alabama yesterday, and, and let's not forget even about Pete Carroll from Seattle, those three coaches have been three of the mainstays in football, whether it's college, pro, whatever it may be. Those have been three of the mainstay days we've seen for so long. And to have all three of them be out of coaching in 24 hours is just incredible. And it caps off with Bill Belichick this morning, like you said, 24 years, parting ways with the Patriots. Um, I think you can kind of tell that this is a this is a mutual move where they wanted to take the high road with each other because Belichick is under contract for one more year. And Robert Kraft could have used that to try to get some compensation if Bill Belichick wanted to go somewhere else. But I think they wanted to take the high road, end it on, on a good note with, with the history that they've had. And they're going to have a press conference today at noon, so I'm sure we'll have some reminiscing and some, some recognition for all the accomplishments accomplishments they've had but it is unreal to think about next year bill belichick will not be on the sidelines of the new england patriots yeah it, it is and and you know what is funny too you mentioned about the compensation and and the route that they could have taken and and you know we hear a little bit more about that at noon time eastern time but look belichick still wants to coach so yeah. I'm sure we'll hear more about that a little bit later. And with all of these jobs that are open uh, right now, man, I tell you, this is this this coaching carousel is gonna, gonna, going to get even more interesting. But Dustin, yesterday, I said before we ended the Mean Gene show about Mike Vrabel. Now, I was trying to send Mike Vrabel to the Chargers, but I I stopped short of saying, look here, if the New England job comes open, you got to think that Mike Vrabel has to be a, a, a suitable replacement. 
No, yeah, absolutely. He he's definitely going to be in the mix, and it's going to be. You mentioned this coaching carousel, Gene. This I think this coaching carousel <laughs> is going to be one like we've never seen before because I you're normally so. talking about three or four jobs that are open at one time, but we're talking about six or seven now. Who knows if there's even more to come? The way the NFL is going, and and we're talking about some 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 big time jobs that are out there. And you mentioned mm. L.A. Mm. and Vrabel, and I've already heard Harbaugh's name connected to L.A. Um, I've heard Harbaugh's name connected everywhere. Washington, and listen, Washington now is a big name job after Dan Snyder is gone. You got Magic Johnson mm-hmm. there. They got seventy four million dollars in cap space to number two pick. Mm-hmm. So there are mm-hmm. some intriguing jobs out there. Charters with Herbert. I mean, there, there, there's stuff all over the place. So we're going to see what happens. But you're right, Mike Vrabel has to come up in New England. And the first name that's already came up is already on the staff, Gene, and that's Gerard Mayo. They signed him to a contract extension as an assistant in the offseason. And it sounds like Kraft is really high on him. So it sounds like he could have an inside track to maybe get that job and stay in-house. But if not, you're right, Vrabel is a New England guy, and I could see Mm -hmm. him matching up perfectly uh, going back to New England and, and coaching for Bob Kraft. Yeah, but back to Bill Belichick, I tell you, you you know, look, uh, later on, you know, this is going to be a long show. I have to give all of these guys their respect, especially Belichick here. 24 years, man, I don't know. You know, and, and, and 72 seems to be a number. Belichick, 71. I don't know when he's going to turn 72. Uh, Pete Carroll, 72, Nick Saban, 72. That just seems to be the number. But but Belichick, you know, 15 wins away from breaking Don Shula's NFL record of that 347 victories. So when he says he wants to continue coaching, uh, he's got to have that on his mind, Dustin. Well, well, you just hit it on the head, Gene. I was definitely going to bring that up. Everybody says, well, well, Saban retired, and Saban and Belichick are good buddies. So maybe Belichick doesn't really want to coach anymore either. They're kind of around that same age. But he is staring that 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 victory record in the face, Gene. And <laughs> yep. he, probably thought, he probably thought being in New England, he would already be closer to that and not expecting to have the down years that he's had since Tom Brady's left. So you know that's got to drive him. He also, you have to know, Gene, that he wants to go somewhere and prove that, hey, this was not just all about Tom Brady in New England. It's because I had the quarterback, this and that. He wants to go and show just like Tom Brady that, that Tom Brady went somewhere else and was successful and won a Super Bowl. So, it, listen, he's still going to go down as probably the greatest NFL coach in history regardless. But you know the drive that these coaches have. And he wants to go out there and prove any of those doubters that are out there saying, well, look at what he had. He had Tom Brady. He had Robert Kraft. And he had the perfect setup. And then when Tom Brady left, it all fell apart. He wants to prove that that's not about him. And so I know he has to drive the coach and there are going to be multiple teams that want to go after him right away. And one of them is the Atlanta Falcons gene. They, they haven't even requested to interview anybody yet because I think they're sitting around waiting on Bill Belichick. And I know for a fact here in Charlotte, that David Tepper is very interested in Bill Belichick. He was interested in Bill Belichick last year, and he was sniffing around about him. Um, and so I know Charlotte's going to try to go after him as well. So there's, there's going to be multiple teams. Gene, I've even read that if Dallas somehow gets beat in this first round of the playoffs <laughs> and it doesn't go well, that Jerry Jones is going to want to go after Bill Belichick. So don't think he's not going to have teams lining up for him. He will yeah. be on the sidelines next year. Oh, he will. And 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 he's, he's going to pick his own poison there because, I, look, you know, and, and this is a smart man here. So he's not just going to take take a situation that's not going to be uh, beneficial to him. And and, and look, yeah. I tend to think this Chargers situation is good, but, you know, he's worked with good ownership, and that's going to be another thing, which I don't think the Cowboys would be good ownership, in my opinion, but, I, you know, and, and the Chargers may not even be good ownership. So it's going to be interesting to see. But, man, you know, uh, just looking at just – the history. I mean, if you if you hated the Patriots, you know, you're probably saying, thank goodness. I mean, don't let this 4-13 record, uh, you know, which was his worst ever as a head coach, uh, fool you. I mean, this guy's, uh, what, 17 AFC championship, uh, I mean, 17 AFC East titles. Yeah. Um, man, you know, uh, I mean, 20, we remember those years. 21 winning, 21 winning seasons as the head coach. 12 Super Bowl appearances, which includes his time as an assistant. So his, mm-hmm. his resume, one of four undefeated uh, regular season NFL. I mean, his resume just goes on and on and on. And I think where it's going to be interesting, Gene, is because of what we just talked about, that record for the wins. So 
does Belichick try to find this team that is, like you said, set up, ready to go now to win? Yeah. Is that is that L.A. with Herbert, even though they've kind of struggled? Who knows with that ownership, but they have the quarterback in place. Is it Atlanta, who has a lot of offensive weapons in a weaker division and just needs a quarterback and is pretty close? That's why I, I know that the Carolina Panthers have interest in Belichick, but would he want to come here where we're kind of still building from the ground up, unless he really likes Bryce Young because, you know, he's good friends with Nick Saban. I don't know if he comes here because A, of David Tepper, B, because I think he's really trying to go somewhere that's made to win now instead of having to build from the ground up, you mentioned being 72 years old. So I look at L.A. I even I mean, I, I know I know the NFC East is tough, Gene, but I can't keep mentioning this Washington job because you got to think about it. Washington has been the joke of the league for so long because of Dan Snyder. Mm-hmm. But you've got an owner now in Josh Harris who has already shown that he is going to be one of the better owners in the league. You've got Magic Johnson. You've got Bob Myers they're bringing in as, from, from the Golden State Warriors yeah. to be Man, a consultant to these guys. And, and when you have the number two overall pick with this draft, with these quarterbacks, and you have $74 million in cap space, that is a golden job for somebody to get. So it's going to be interesting to see Bill Belichick where he wants to choose and where all these pieces fall into place for all of these coaches around the league. And see, Dustin, that one seems like the the one that would be more intriguing to him because the other ones, it just seems like the owners get, would, would get in the way. None of those owners yeah. uh, are anywhere close to what he's used to working with, with Bob Kraft. You know, Jones has his baggage. Uh, the Spanos have their issues. And, and, um, you know, I, I, I would say Atlanta, you know, uh, uh, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe he could work along with, 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 uh, the, the, the Falcons owner, but that Washington thing, and then just to even make things tougher for, for, for the uh, NFC East, man, that, that one would, that one wouldn't surprise me at all if he took that route. Yeah. Yeah, It wouldn't surprise me. And listen, being one thing I've heard about Belichick as well. And this kind of is, is the reason why I, I question the L.A. job a little bit is that he kind of wants to stay on the East Coast. So mm-hmm. if, he, if he wants to stay on the East Coast closer to his family at his age, you know, going down to, to D.C. is not too far from where New England no, was. Yeah. He, he could kind of stay yeah. in that same type of area. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. I I'm always excited to see, you know, you hate to see coaches lose their job, but you're always excited to see who's going to go where. Can these coaches listen? Let's look at this year, Gene. Look at D'Amico Ryans in Houston, how he first year AFC East title. Even Shane Steichen and Indy, even though they didn't make the playoffs, they were playing on the last weekend of the year for the playoffs. Coaches can come in and make a difference right away. And when you have big names, listen, we're going to go through it again. Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel. Um, I mean, Pete Carroll's out there. Who knows what's going to happen with that situation? Because to me, Gene, I know they talked about being an advisor, and we'll get into this in another show, but Pete Carroll sounds like he is not ready to be done coaching. So I'm looking for him to be somewhere. So these big names can go somewhere and make a difference right away. Yeah, and I was just going to get into that, and I know you have limited time today because that one, you know, when I was looking at the statement from Jody Allen, the chair of the Seattle Seahawks, which, you know, that – conversation with Pete it it didn't seem like he wanted to say he wanted more time you know and I know that uh they didn't finish where they wanted to go this year with a nine and eight record but Pete wanted to Pete felt like he let his guys down but yeah I can tell I mean at 72 boy that's just age is just a number when you look at Pete Carroll he doesn't move up and down that field like a 72 year old uh, he, as a matter of fact, he looked the same. He moved, he moved up and down that field just like he did when I saw him at USC, Dustin. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, he's probably the most out of any coach in the league, the most energetic coach on the sideline. And, yes. And what what's crazy about these stories is, Gene, and I keep on grouping these guys together, Saban, Carroll, and Belichick, because we again, those are just three huge coaching names that have been around for Big so long. Time. You know, Belichick, to me, is probably the least surprising because we have heard rumors all throughout the year that, you know, Belichick may want to go somewhere else. Patriots parting ways. It's kind of ran its course. But I did not. Pete Carroll, you just talked about it, Gene. The day before this happened, he just sat there and said he is not done coaching. He's going to be back. Mm -hmm. He's excited to be back with his guys. And then the very next day, this happens. And then Nick Saban, obviously, I knew he was getting up there in age. But he's still got a dynasty team there in Alabama, so I was surprised by that as well. So Belichick, to me, was yeah. the least surprising news. And for Pete Carroll, again, 
I listened to that press conference yesterday. He was emotional. He was fired up. You could tell that he did not want to go out this way. Um, and so I expect maybe maybe it's a year off as an advisor with Seattle and then he hops back in. But I, I know in no way say that Pete Carroll is done with coaching. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one, Dustin. So, look, hey, I know that uh, you're a busy man this morning. And I know, look, I've been warning and letting our listeners know, man, that tomorrow – we're going all in on the wild card because that's what we do this time of year. We're going to come in strong, and and uh, this is tomorrow afternoon. We're going to get in there and do what we do with the wild card. Are you excited about the NFL wild card this weekend? Listen, man, I'm I'm excited. These these matchups that we had this weekend, this is what the NFL is about, Gene. Tyreek Hill going back to Kansas City, Matt Stafford going back to Detroit. In Kansas City, I believe the high is zero and the low is negative Ooh. ten. It's gonna be one of the coldest games ever. And you got the Steelers playing the Bills. I mean, they're there are just matchups everywhere. You got CJ Stroud and the Texans going against the Browns. I, I'm excited about all these games. Can't wait to break it down. And really, you know, sometimes, Gene, you have some of these hit or miss playoff games coming up. Some's going to be good. Some's, you know, the first couple games you may not know. But I think all of these games, Packers, Cowboys, these matchups are dynamic this weekend for the first weekend. So we got a lot to talk about tomorrow. I know it. Hey, everyone, Dustin Fire for joining us here on the Mean Gene Show. Don't forget, tomorrow we are going to break down every game. I've been teasing our listeners, Dustin, man, because I tell you, it's, you're right, the the, the storylines and the matchups. Hey, Terry Kill might be the only one prepared for that cold weather in, in, in KC, but it's going to be uh, awesome. So, hey, Dustin, thanks for coming on, man. I will talk to you tomorrow, buddy, and uh, we will – Breakdown Wild Card Weekend. Absolutely, Gene. Good talking to you. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, folks. Hey, Dustin Pfeiffer joining us on uh, the Mean Gene Show, folks. We are going to break it down tomorrow, man. But, hey, uh, and, and, and Dustin's right. We have talked about the Bill Belichick situation all, uh, all year. And one of the key uh, clues that we, we knew that something was going to happen in New England was the fact that Bob Kraft has always come out and, and just here lately and have said, hey, you know, we, we, we're looking forward to next year. We, we're going to do this, whether it was Tom Brady or Bill Belichick, whatever. Bob Kraft has been uh, very animated and, and vocal about the future of wh wherever the Patriots were going to go as far as it related to Brady and, and Belichick. So this year, even amidst all of the, you know, reporters and the media, everyone just saying, Hey, is this the last year? Is this the last year? He hasn't said, he didn't say anything. He was just really quiet. So you knew something was going on. I mean, you know, clues are clues. Okay. Sometimes silence uh, tells all. And I think the fact that, that Bill Belichick, uh, that um, Bob Kraft wasn't saying a whole lot was an indication that, okay, something's going on. This might be it. Uh, they're, they're just going to wait to the end of the season and and make this official. And that's basically what they did. They they waited to the end of the year and made it official. So Bill Belichick is is, is going to, to you know, and, and, and you kind of figured they would do it in the most professional way possible. And I'm glad that they didn't trade him, you know, the, and, and, you know, I mean, because what possible trade could help this Patriot team, you know, going four and 13, nothing would help. Well, there's just nothing you can do, you know, um, they wouldn't, no trade is going to make this Patriot team a playoff team next year. So let Belichick go and and do his thing and and you bring in somebody else so anyway but i still like this mike Vrabel thing and i forgot the i forgot about mayo i, I keep forgetting about mayo because yeah he is a, another guy that bob Kraft likes a lot so the press conference is going to come on and we will be watching that and of course tomorrow i have a little bit more information on that but yeah so uh dustin fife for joining us uh to uh, talk about the uh, the end of an era and New England. So I want to talk about the Pete Carroll thing there. So anyway, I want to read a statement from Jody Allen, the chair, Jody Allen, um, the chair of the Seattle Seahawks. So uh, after uh, 
thoughtful meetings and careful consideration for the best interests of the franchise. We have amicably agreed with Pete Carroll that his role will evolve from head coach to remain with the organization as an advisor. Pete is the winningest coach in Seahawks history, brought the city its first Super Bowl title, and created a tremendous impact over the past 14 years on the field and in the community. His expertise in leadership and building a championship culture will continue as an integral part of our organization moving forward. Pete will always be a beloved member of the Seahawks family. So, um, and then Pete said pretty much afterwards that, you know, what's going to happen now in the process is we're going to start to get new leadership here and, and um, he's going to be supporting them as much as possible. So, but as Dustin said, you know, Pete wants to coach. Pete is probably going to be supportive and get them going where they need to go. And, and an advisor, advisor is just about the quickest thing you can throw out there when you really don't know what the hell a person is going to be doing. It's easy to say advisor because, you know, because of the, the, you know, the experience and what Pete Carroll brings to the organization. So, uh, but, you know, there's no job title for advisor. There, There's nothing. It's just advisor. You're going to be advising. Okay, we've seen this happen in all sorts of sports. He's going to be an advisor. She's going to be an advisor. Okay, so, but uh, as Dustin said, Pete Carroll wants to coach. You know, you see the energy this guy has on the field, you know, I have met Pete Carroll. I met him at USC when I used to work at the University of Southern California and um, supporting his athletic department. And Pete Carroll just, man, that guy had that same energy. I couldn't tell the difference. You know, other than he's 72 years old, man, from, you know, uh, some 20 years ago, <laughs> you know, he was 52 years old. And he just he has he just looks the same. It still has that same energy. So I gotta think that you know maybe he stays on long enough to to get the new coaching uh, administration in there, and and then uh, he moves on. You know, so I don't know with all of these coaching vac vacancies out there. You know, so I thought about this before I came on the air. What? Could Pete Carroll go back to college? You know, I mean, he, 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 but I said, nah, you know, I can see Pete Carroll going to Alabama, but no, because college today is just not what it was when Pete Carroll was coaching at USC with, with the uh, uh, name, image, and likeness and the recruiting efforts. And I don't know if Pete Carroll is cut out to be doing that sort of thing, but I don't know. I mean, he's very energetic, you know, and I don't see that. I don't see. Uh, 72 year old replacing the 72 year old. I, I don't see that, but I mean, Pete Carroll is just not your average 72 year old, but uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I could see him if anybody can go back from college, I mean, from pro to college, it, it could be Pete Carroll, but I don't, I don't see that. Uh, and we'll talk about what Alabama is going to be looking for and, and, and let's circle back and see if Pete Carroll fits that description, but because the athletic director for Alabama has laid down, the criteria for what he's going to be looking for to replace Nick Saban. So we'll talk about that. But anyway, uh, Pete Carroll thanked his family, the, the ownership and the coaches who worked under him over the years, you know, 14 years there and, and highlighted the importance of his relationship with the players, which, you know, man, the, the relationship with the players, I mean, you know, you you saw that with Pete Carroll, and he was adamant about the fact that, man, he felt like he let the players down. And um, a, a lot of players say that, man, Pete Carroll is just one of those, man, boy, he cares about the players. And that's just, you know, something that you like to see. It's just not about so much about the game, the organization, you know, and he just carried over that college-like uh, you know, uh, field to the NFL, yeah, you know, and, and and that was just good to see. You could really see how he carried on with his players on the field, and and it was it's good to to get that kind of feedback. But anyway, uh, man, you remember the Legion of Boom, and uh, which led them to 
their first Lombardi trophy there. And, you know, although that defense just wasn't always the same afterwards, but still um, pretty, pretty, pretty good. So who, who replaces uh, Pete Carroll? I mean, is it Dan Quinn? Remember Dan Quinn, who was part of that legion of, of, of uh, boom there in Seattle? Dan Quinn, who has been the target of a lot of head coaching vacancies in the NFL, He's now with the Cowboys, have built the Cowboys into a pretty good defense. Will they be able to keep him in Dallas? Uh, man, this could be, we could see a lot of uh, head coaches, uh, a lot of coaches filling vacancies from where they used to be, like with Mike Vrabel. Could he go to New England? Could Dan Campbell go back to Seattle? I could see this happening, but there are a ton of NFL coaching vacancies. Can you believe these vacancies that are out there now? But, man, this is incredible stuff here. But anyway, Pete Carroll, that uh, that was a shocker. And, you know, and it, it sounds bad. And, and you know, we, we create storylines when we say Pete Carroll was fired. And even though uh, the storyline is that Pete Carroll agreed to step down as the Seattle Seahawks head coach, and this is what the team announced, and then they said he would remain with Seattle as an advisor. Well, you know, if you've been, if you're agreeing to step down, that means that someone has, you know, asked that you step down, which means we all know what happens if you don't agree to step down, then, you know, you, you, you're fired. So that's why, you know, you basically, you are fired. Okay, because they're telling you to step down. But out of respect, they're saying, okay, we're going to keep you on as, as an advisor. We're not telling you, we're not, you know, unplugging your computer and removing all your stuff and taking your access away. You can't get in the building. You know, that's what happens to us normal people, right? Uh, but as it relates to Pete Carroll, you know, you get to stay on as an advisor, okay? And that's fine. That's fine. Okay. You know, that's what should happen when you, when you have the respect, when, especially when you've won the organization, a Super Bowl. Okay. You don't remove my access. Okay. You don't turn off my computer. You don't. Uh, okay. Yes. You keep me on as an advisor. And I just think this is just to allow Pete Carroll the time uh, to, to do what he wants to do. If he wants to continue coaching, which I do believe that's what he wants to do. I think he's going to continue coaching. Same thing with Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick wants to continue coaching. That's what he's going to do. And it's going to be where these guys are going to end up. Man, the worst thing you can ever do when you're on air is want to sneeze. And I, I'm trying my best not to, but anyway, so that's, that's what I think. So, Let's just see where, where Pete Carroll is going to end up. So, all right, moving it right along on this breaking news uh, Thursday show here, the Mean Gene show, uh, Thursday, June, January 11th here. So we started out the show hot this morning. Man, this one, you know, the Bill Belichick story. Um, just getting up out of bed this morning, finding out that the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick decided to uh, part ways. So we kind of saw that one come in there. And um, we just uh, talked about Pete Carroll and that situation, which happened right after we got off the air yesterday. And now we are going to get into uh, a breaking news from last night, which I couldn't wait to uh, to talk about. And that was the, the, the Nick Saban. Nick Saban, uh, man, whoo. And this was this one really caught me by surprise. So Alabama, uh, Nick Saban retires after seven national titles, most in major college football history. So he is retiring after winning more national championships than any other major college football coach. So that, uh, wow, you know, and I don't know. I wonder. I wonder because you know what. That game against Michigan and the Rose Bowl, they were so close to coming back and, and winning. 
And I wonder if they I, I look after what we saw with what Washington put up against Michigan in in the uh, national championship game. I tend to think that if Alabama had played Washington, Alabama probably would have won the national championship. Would Nick Saban had retired uh, or, you know, I I don't know. But this may have been something that have been, you know, uh, uh, planned all along here. I mean, this has been a nice run. He's 72 years old. Um, Man, he restored this uh, program that was once – uh, put in place by Paul Bear Bryant to, uh, uh, you know, he took over in 2007. And, man, he just uh, wins after win after win after win. And uh, just incredible. Uh, he won six of his titles during his 17th season at Alabama. He won his first uh, with LSU in 2003. But this Alabama team... Uh, was ranked number one in the AP polls, uh, a remarkable 15 straight seasons. And it broke the old record that used to be held uh, by the Miami Hurricanes, which was seven. So this is just incredible stuff here. Um, I mean, the resume here, man, kind of do I need to continue? So Saban led uh, Alabama to nine SEC championships and won his first national title at Alabama with a 14 and 0 season that was back in 2009 and then titles came again and uh 2011 2012 2015 17 and 20 then he also won the SEC uh with LSU uh in 2001 and 2003 so just just incredible just an incredible run yeah and um so I mean I don't know what happens with uh, this program moving forward because the uh, athletic director there um, has put out, and this is Greg uh, Bernie, um, has has put out a, a criteria there that is going to be tough because who who can replace a Nick Saban? You know, now not to mention he has brought in certain coaches, uh, assistants that has been able to help him. When Nick, because Nick Saban has always been a, a sort of like a, a defensive guy, so he's brought in like you know Steve Sarkeesian, who uh, used to be with USC, and Lane Kiffin. But you know, Lane Kiffin and and uh, uh, Steve Sarkeesian were both Pete Carroll guys too, you know. Um, so and they were both offensive minded guys. So he was able to bring in just gurus, you know, to come in there and get and get the job done. And 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 give them an opportunity to be head coaches, you know. So look at look at uh, Sarkeesian in, in Texas now, and 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 Kiffin. So um, it's going to be interesting to see who could come in there uh, and replace them. This is is going to be interesting. So uh, now here's a tweet from the athletic director from uh, Alabama and uh, Greg Byrne. So he's saying, as with any coaching search, our goal is to be thorough but expedient. Our idea candidate would be strong in recruiting and relationship building, player development, excel in uh, X's and O's, and have the overall ability to lead this historic program. There will be plenty of rumors out there during this process Next time I talk publicly will be to announce our new coach. If you don't hear it from me and don't believe it, roll tide. Okay, so um, look, I like this. This, this, yeah, if you don't hear from him, then, and, and look, so this is, so basically he's saying, look, the media is going to put stuff out there and that's what we're supposed to do. We're going to throw names out there. Look, there are already names out there. Uh, Lane Kiffin's name is out there from Mississippi. Dan Lanning's uh, name is out there from Oregon. Um, uh, Kalen uh, DeBoer from uh, Washington, his name is out there. Mike Norville from Florida State, his name is out there. Um, but um, look, I mean, that's just the way it's going to be, you know, and, and oh, my goodness, um, Who's going to fill this 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 
this void there. It's oh my goodness. Yeah, it's gonna be tough because you got to come in there. You have to come in there and win right away. I mean, you you have to be first of all, and these are some of the things that that, that they're gonna require. Okay, you have to be an experienced bowl subdivision coach. Um, you have to have won or played for national championships. Okay. Um, you, I mean, you, you gotta have to have a personality that's gonna be able to, to, to thrive in the Alabama spot, uh, spotlight. So, you know, the more, the more criteria that they put out there, and these are like, uh, non-negotiable factors I'm being told here. So I, I, I don't know. Uh, the the more that's going to limit that 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 pool of of, of people. So I, I got to think that uh, maybe Dabo Sweeney and Lane Kiffin, those two, I would say, because, man, uh, you know, who has had more who, run-ins with Alabama, especially Kiffin having been, a, you know, a, a, a coach there, you know, as an assistant coach there, right? So, and, 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 and Sweeney. You know, uh, being you know being a national power with Clemson, so I I I don't know, I I, I don't know. So this, and like like you said, hey, if you don't hear from the Alabama athletic director, then uh, then it ain't it's not official, okay. But man, Nick Saban, Nick Saban is going into the sunlight. Nick Saban is, um is is retiring so man look if you're the rest of the sec you're probably like whoo my goodness boy you better be hitting the recruiting trail now so now i do know that alabama did lose a power uh like a, a five-star recruit there which usually happens when a coach you know takes another job or in saban's uh case retires you know um you lose that recruit, and I don't know where he went, um, but somebody's going to get him. Hopefully, he stays in the SEC. You never know. With, uh, uh, but anyway, so man, and will you know who who's going? You know, Georgia is always still going to be a powerhouse. The SEC is still going to be a powerhouse just because Alabama, just because Nick Saban is is retiring. Don't think that Alabama is not, and this is why that athletic director is being so careful here with his selection process. They are still going to be a powerhouse. Okay. The SEC is not going to remember. Um, you got Texas, you got, you got the California. Uh, well, no, the California schools are going to the big 10. I'm getting confused here, but you still got, you know, Texas and Oklahoma. So they are still going to be, you know, an important conference there. So don't, don't you, you, just because you don't have Saban, you still got, you know, big time coaches there in, in the SEC. But man, it, you know, it's just, it was a crazy, crazy week so far in the, uh, you know, in the National Football League and college, college sports there. I mean, this is just, you know, we didn't see this one coming. There was no hint, or if there was, no one saw that one coming. Okay, and and man, before we can even really digest the Nick Saban retirement, you know, and then we get the departure of of Bill Belichick. So normally these things we have like days and weeks to talk about, and man, it's just one story after another one. So that's why it's just um, unreal. So we're trying to you know be able to talk about all of these things here. But if I had to pick a replacement right now for for uh, Nick Saban, I'm going to lean towards Lane Kiffin. But I don't know. Lane Kiffin has, you know, he's a great coach, but he's also come with, you know, a little controversy there. But I still think when it comes to X's and O's, which is one part of uh, what the athletic director is looking for, I, I I don't I can't think of another better coach when it comes to X's and O's and what he's done, you know, for Mississippi there. Uh, but Debo Sweeney is another one. But even though Sweeney uh, Clemson, you know, 
is on a decline a little bit. But uh, if I had to pick between Sweeney and and um, Kiffin, I would probably take Kiffin because Kiffin has more of an inside. He's already been there with Alabama. I would probably take him. So that, that those are my thoughts there. But anyway, man, we are moving right along here on a Thursday Mean Gene show. We had Dustin Pfeiffer on earlier, and Dustin gave us his thoughts on on the uh, Pete Carroll a little bit, but more so Bill Belichick. Dustin will join me tomorrow. We've been putting it off, and I've been teasing you all week. But tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon on the Sports King show, not the Mean Gene show, I will do a Mean Gene show in the morning. But me and Dustin Pfeiffer, the Sports Kings, tomorrow we will do the Super Wild Card Weekend Countdown Show. We will give you our thoughts and opinions on each of the matchups. We will have analysis and predictions for all of the games on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night. Okay? You don't want to miss it. We count down every game of every week of the entire season last year. I think I ended up with the best win-loss record uh, of the season, so my picks are usually a little bit more accurate than Dustin's. (laughs) Okay. But we'll see. The playoffs are a little bit different. So we talk about these uh, storylines and all of this stuff. Uh, It's going to be crazy that, you know, Miami, who's, you know, used to playing in just perfect weather, is going to Kansas to take on Kansas City to take on the Chiefs and the weather. The weather's supposed to be crazy all over the country because even in Houston, where I'm at right now, we are supposed to get like some little crazy freezing uh, weather, which is something that we normally don't get uh, this weekend. So it's just, and then other people are getting like Chicago, 12 to 18 inches of snow or wherever. I don't know. Uh, Just crazy stuff. It happens. So, um, Anyway, uh, so uh, now uh, I just got a message from Dustin. So uh, now Dan Lanning should be the guy with Bama, uh, but his buyout is $20 million. So interesting there. So and, and Dan is the guy in Oregon. That is going to be interesting there. So, yeah, I figured his name would pop up there, but I still like Lane Kiffin for some reason. But um so, yeah, hopefully. So the weather is going to be crazy. The, we- the weather is going to be interesting. So, all right, we are going to move the show right along here because uh, college basketball is getting interesting. Now, I know a lot of people do not get into it this early. Uh, Mid-January is just, you know, conference play is happening in college basketball. Uh, about a month from here, maybe six weeks from here, we will get into conference play, uh, tournament play, actually, in college basketball, which gets a little bit more exciting. And then we all know what happens at the beginning of March is where we uh, get into March Madness. But occasionally, okay, because, the, look, if you turn on the TV every night, you will more than likely catch college basketball. Now, if you have... YouTube TV and YouTube TV has this exciting feature where you can watch multiple games, like multiple screens, like picture in picture. You, you remember the TVs that used to have the picture in picture? Well, YouTube TV has this interesting concept where you can watch four games at once, which is really cool, especially if you're doing prize picks, underdog, DraftKings, whatever. You know, you can really see the action and the players and what's going on. I really like this feature. But anyway, so the other day, yesterday, I we talked about Purdue and Houston went down. Okay, they lose games. Houston loses to, I believe it was Iowa State and Purdue. I can't remember, they lose to Nebraska. Well, less than 24 hours later, okay, and I can't wait to see what the AP polls are going to look like next week because in Starkville, Mississippi, all right, uh, Mississippi State, they survived uh, to upset number five, Tennessee. They beat them 77 to 72, Tulu 
Smith scored 23 points, including a three-pointer with 14.7 seconds left. All right. Uh, and this was Mississippi State's first win over a top-five team since they beat Oklahoma back in 2002. So, what, some 22 years ago, right? And uh, just crazy. So, this new AP poll, uh, top 25 poll, is going to be very interesting. So, Tennessee goes down. Down goes Frazier. All right. Um, and uh, look, and you can't make this stuff up. I mean, like I said, this has just been the most exciting week for sports, man. This is just un unbelievable. But, I mean, it was a close one. It, it was a close one because Mississippi State almost, they, they you know, sometimes, you know, when you, when you, you know you can win, but you 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 just lose that mentality because you're like, okay, I'm we we're trying to keep from losing. We're not really trying to win. We're just trying to keep from losing. So, but you know, Smith, you know, got it done there, and uh, big win there, big win, and they're twelve and three, one and one in the SEC. So, I mean, this is really interesting. So, one reason why I like it, I like to watch the the conference matchups here because look. The tournaments are just completely different. So the SEC tournament is really going to be good and, and, and because there are some great teams in, the, that are going to come out of the SEC. Unfortunately, Arkansas is not one of them, which is the team that I follow. But uh, this was a great win for uh, Mississippi, and, and, and Tennessee is still going to be good. Don't don't think – I mean, they'll bounce back. That's not that's not going to, to hurt them. But, man, just an amazing – uh, upset there, but I think the the bigger upset last night was uh, the number three team in college basketball, and that is the Kansas uh, Jayhawks. Now, Bill Seff, I talk about him a lot because I'm a fan, but um, UCF knocked off Kansas last night, sixty-five to sixty. Okay, and Bill Seff is one of those coaches. You know, when his team loses, he doesn't look for excuses. You know, he he. As a matter of fact, he said, "Hey, they they were just better. They were just better. You know, um, they were better than us, and we wasn't that good. <laughs> There's just no other way to put it." But uh, and look, you know, when you look at Kansas, Kansas is sort of like the Alabama of football. You know, they put a lot of guys in the NBA. You know, he had two guys go to the NBA last uh, last year, and remember the year. And this was coming off of, you know, a, a, a national championship uh, the previous year. So, I mean, everyone has high expectations of Kansas. Look, they're they're thirteen and two, one and one in the Big Twelve. So, um, and and he has yet another big name player in Hunter Dickinson, who will probably be going to the NBA. You know, I mean, it's tough out there to continuously produce a good team. I mean, this, but he's Bill Seff. He 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 can do this stuff, okay. And uh, and they will still be in the thick of things when when it's all said and done. But you know, but they got beat. They got beat there in in, in Orlando. You know, they they're on the road and enemy territory. And look, you get Kansas come to town, you got to be ready. And the Knights, the UFC, the UCF, I'm sorry, UCF Knights were ready and um, and they got it done. They, they, the Knights are uh, 10 and four, you know, and, and, and one and one. So in, in their conference. Uh, and I, I think the most incredible thing about this game, though, is that they um, they were down by 16 points in the first half. Usually when you down to Kansas by that much of a, a deficit, there is no coming back. But I guess being at home helps. Being at home, having having a home cooking there helps. But man, so there we go. Four teams in the basically four four in the top five, right? Four I, I because well who was number one? Yeah, Purdue was number one. Houston was number two. Um, Kansas, number three, and Tennessee was number five, right? So four of the top five teams lost, and it could be more. 
So I don't know what this poll is going to look like. I don't know what it's going to look like next week. And we still got more college basketball action that's going to take place. But man, what a week. What a week for <laughs> what a week for sports. And uh, and what a week for college basketball. And look, and, and and you would think that how does Mean Gene have time to like look at all of this stuff with with all of this other stuff that's going on here? But you have to. This is what we do. This is this is why we get paid the big bucks, as they say. I'm still looking for the big bucks. Uh, maybe maybe there's a check in the mailbox. I haven't checked my mail in like a, a couple of days. Are you one of those type? People like me, I don't check my mail for maybe like a week. I do know there's a check out there. I just haven't. Uh, I'm not going to give you my address because I don't want you checking it for me, okay? But I do know there's a check out there. But, no, I, I do not. And I think uh, I think the, the mail man, I don't, the mail person, because I don't know, I think it's, it's, a, it's a woman, the mail carrier is what they like to be appropriately called. I don't think they like when you don't check your mail every day because it can pile up especially if you get a lot of mail and which i do tuesdays is junk mail day right so nobody checks checks their mail on tuesdays right but i i'm one of those people i do not check my mailbox every day but if i know a check is going to be in the mail you can bet your ass i'm there right i'm there waiting on the mailman or the the mail carrier but um yeah i think i need to get out there so Super wild card weekend, just in case you don't know. We're, we're going to talk about this tomorrow, but hey, uh, it's it's going to Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's what's going to happen. So Cleveland at Houston, Miami at Kansas City, that's Saturday. Sunday, three games. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Green Bay at Dallas. Rams at Detroit, Monday night. Monday night, it's the Eagles at the Buccaneers. And I haven't heard from Sony Thompson. I, I'm going to call Sony. I need to know what's going on in Tampa. I need to know, are they going to beat the Eagles? Because the Eagles, I don't know, man. The Eagles fall from grace. The Eagles are the one team here that I I think that are just, I don't know. They could be one and done here. I I don't want to give my thoughts away on this because I know me and Dustin are going to break this down, but I'm I'm not feeling the Eagles. But, you know, I could be convinced that, uh, you know, just, and I'm only going from just the body of work. Look, something led to them being a five seed, and we all saw it, but, and what they have, you know, done lately, which is not a lot. I, I don't know. I we have all the injury reports and and all of the latest on the, the Philadelphia Eagles here. But man, the Buccaneers are in a good spot. They're at home. You know, I'm very familiar with that Raymond James Stadium, and I, I would talk with Sony Thompson to see. Uh, but I haven't heard a whole lot from the Buccaneers either. So. You know, this is one of those up for grab type games here. But man, to be able to host a playoff game, and this is a Monday night game, so you get to they get to sit around and watch everybody. So if you're the Eagles, man, you you get to sit and watch the Cowboys to see what they're gonna do, and all of those NFC teams, you get to see what what what's gonna happen there. But man, not hearing a whole lot from neither one of these organizations. It's been mighty quiet there. So anyway, we're about to wrap things up here on this Mean Gene Show. Hopefully you have enjoyed it. I know we've been all over the place, but that's what breaking news do. You know, you, you, you're prepared to talk about one thing. Then you come on and Bill Belichick, you know, decides to move on from the Patriots. And don't forget to watch the press conference, which is, I think, uh, Dustin said it was at noon uh, and I'm thinking that's Eastern time, noon Eastern time. So I'll be watching that to see exactly. Uh, you got to think this is going to be a pretty good press conference because Bob Kraft, Bill Belichick, man, just imagine that friendship, respect, you know, uh, even though he's the boss, he, he he's Belichick's boss. They just didn't have that sort of a relationship. It just seemed like two good friends, right? And respect. So I think this press conference is going to show that the the mutual respect for each other and 
that's probably why they didn't trade him. You know, I mean, could you imagine trading him after, a, you know, 24 year, you know, uh, relationship there? I, that would have been disrespectful in my opinion. But so we're going to watch that press conference and I'm sure there will be more on the Nick Saban uh, retirement there and, and maybe even more from, uh, from the Pete Carroll. And who knows, there could be another uh, coaching uh, change there. So uh, I don't expect anything out from the Pittsburgh Steelers because Mike Tomlin and the Steelers are getting ready to play Buffalo. All right, so we know uh, they, they play Buffalo on Sunday. So we're not now. Now if the Steelers lose to the Buffalo Bills, and, and we'll break that game down tomorrow. Then, come Monday on the Mean Gene Show, that could be an interesting show as, 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 as Mike Tomlin could decide to. Because, look, with everything that has happened over the last week, it would not surprise me if Mike Tomlin decides to 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 step down because he, 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 he wouldn't be fired. It would be one of those mutually, you know, we agree to to do this, to, to do that um, type thing. So we'll see anyway. Uh, but I am going to let you enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Get ready for more college basketball tonight, NBA tonight. And me and Dustin will see you tomorrow afternoon. Sports Kings show. Two shows tomorrow, right? Mean Gene show in the morning. Um, 9 o'clock Eastern, right? And then the Sports King show tomorrow afternoon, I think it's, uh, what, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. So just uh, if you're on the pod being streaming live, uh, check there for the local times, but we'll give you all that information. All right, hope you enjoyed the uh, Mean Gene show. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow.